Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Uh, my name's Jess, and you know, we're still kind of pandemicing, and I feel like I have a lot of hours on my hand, and on my hands. <laughs> uh, that's a setup for the joke, because I have been masturbating like a man during this pandemic. I mean, not like this. I wouldn't feel a thing. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> Bam. And you say, goddamn. This is a dope jam. I'm broad, I'm broad, I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad, hello, broad. I'm broad, I'm broader than Broadway. And you know what I'm doing? Just diddling, diddling, diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours. Sing along and we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yay, what time is it? It's time for your favorite thing to do whenever the day you're doing it, but it's Tuesday when it's live and it's fun and it's get wood. Hi, I'm Jess Wood, your pal, your host, your pal, the one you like the most, the one that rides with you till she dies. Oh my God, what? Uh, yes, speaking of masturbation, that's right, we're starting off, we're just putting our hands right in it. <laughs> that is a pun intended. Masturbation during pandemic times. Ah, since we all work for uh, ourselves, we're pretty much on our own time, and we just cannot do what we like. As Digital Underground reminds us, Shock G, R.I.P., uh, do what you like. And apparently what I like to do is touch, a touch, a touch, a touch me myself. And I do often find myself thinking, really, Jessica, another rub <laughs> you're gonna go rub another one out i mean how much netflix can we watch how many times can i tune in to you know a goddamn new hbo fucking show that's not gonna pull me in as much as my own hand on my own poussoir that's right my mom loved that word poussoir it's just so french jesse it just sounds so french and i'm like really mom poussoir i feel like we got that from Najee. Our pal Nudge. I don't know. Anyways, yes, I'm masturbating like a man, although this is terrible. This I don't feel a thing when I'm doing this. Hey, come on. And how come we make our dicks so giant as ladies? When we, we do, right? We're like, oh my God. And he was like, uh, whatever. And I feel like we just make it from here to eternity. Like, I guess it's just manifestation, dreams, imaginations, fantasies, all of those things. Psychologically, it's healthy. I hate a shame game on my shit. You know what I mean? Listen, I've been doing comedy for longer than a few of you might have been born out there. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have always been told, you're dirty. You're very dirty. And I'm like, really? Like, I was kicked out of a New York City comedy club because the owner told me I was dirty. Now, he hadn't been there when I was passed at the club. His, his assistant past me because I'm fucking funny. And guess what else? When all the wait staff stops in the room when you're on stage, when all the waitresses and waiters stop what they're doing to watch you, motherfucker, that is your validation right there. It's not like I'm making it up. And those of you who know me, I don't really like to make me, although I am recently tooting my own horn a lot, which, yes, I told you I was masturbating a lot, so shut up. <laughs> But really, I, uh, 
Woo! I, I just feel like there are so many hours in the day and we are, you know, we're, we're doing what we do. And I've always been told I was dirty. And I followed this guy. I followed a male comic in New York City at this particular club where I was kicked out of. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you what club it was. And it's not even really a real club. Like a lot of people were like, ha, comedy club? Shit's not even real. Ha. Ha. Comedy club. Not even really considered real. Right, Rondell? Here's someone who can speak up for that piece. Because, uh, but it was a, a club to me. I mean, I had been passed by the assistant, like I said. Uh, shout out to Ray, I think his name was. I can't fucking remember. You know how much PCP I've smoked? I mean, listen, it's not an excuse, but it is something to think about when you watch the show. Because then you go, oh, no wonder this lady can't remember sometimes what she's talking about. <laughs> it is an excuse. Um but it's factual if it's factual anyway ha comedy club the uh assistant had passed me and then the owner came back to town and he was like you're very dirty and i was like why am i dirty and he's like you're talking about touching yourself and yeah you know why don't you and this is the fucking guy yeah exactly rondell thank you validation in this nation i fucking i'm talking to this big fat white guy who used to be a comic but he fucking sucked so he had to open a a horrible comedy club you know what i mean middle of Times square but we did three shows uh a a night like i was booked because before the owner came back i was booked doing friday saturday sunday like seven o'clock nine o'clock ten o'clock you know what i mean like it was fucking great and they had different rooms in there and i mean you could get your comedy on but the fact that the fucking owner came back and he was like you're very dirty and i was like what are you talking about and he goes you know what you should talk about you know what you should talk about and this is not the first time a fucking white comedian type man has said this to me you should talk about how like you don't like your body how how it's very hard for you to to date and i'm like Suck my fucking big fat clit, you dickwad. It's not hard for me to date. And I love my body, bitch. Who the fuck are you talking to? Oh, I know. Those victims that are the comedian ladies that you're used to. The victims of it all. I will not be a victim of any of this bullshit. And if I want to talk about touching myself, I will talk about it. I will I will put my hand on my poussoir on stage during a show simulate fucking flicking it hell yeah one of my best jokes that people loved was that when i would touch myself and be like i call my clit the dolphin because it just makes sense and then i'd just be like rubbing it out just rubbing it out you see what i'm doing for you god i hope you're all watching the video a lot of this is audio but you'll have to think of it yourself anyways when you rub one out on stage i mean i didn't finish (laughs) (laughs) But if you're rubbing yourself on stage and you're talking about masturbation and how much you love it and thank you, Zen, (laughs) Zen. and talking about, you know, uh, uh, bleeding and how much you think you thank the Lord and the gods and goddesses above that you're bleeding that month. I mean, it's real shit that I was talking about. And you know what? He called me dirty, this comedy club owner. And yet the man who was, I was uh, following a lot of the time on the shows, this young gentleman, uh, another white man, who was telling a joke about coming in his girlfriend's eye. She had to now wear a patch and he felt like he was dating a pirate. Fuck you. That's not even funny. I mean, if you're here, if you're on the chat, if that was you, I'm not funny. 
And you know what? I really resent you because he kept you in the club and he told me to fucking leave. Why don't you talk about how hard it is for you to uh, date? And then I had another comedy club owner one time tell me in New York City also, and this guy was someone that I knew for years who also used to be a comedian, but he's not as scuzzy as the other guy. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to say names. This guy was kind of my friend friendly, but he thought he was helping me out when he told me one day in his office, he told me, you shouldn't call yourself get wood. You're a nice young lady. Really? Suck my dick, buddy. No, I'm not. And you know what? Who the fuck wants to be a nice young lady? Like, I don't. And I wasn't raised nice. And I don't have nice things to say about a lot of the things going on in this fucking world. So fuck you and the fucking horse that you wish you rode in on, cowboy. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, But I do know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about getting censored my whole fucking career here. Career? What career, woman? I know. Stop it. <laughs> I am having a good time, though. I just continually have a good time. That's the thing. You got to keep having a good time. I didn't think I'd still be alive right now, so I'm really having a good time. That's the thing. What is my friend Jason saying? Getting angry hearing this shit. People have said that stuff to me, too. Oh, dear. Yes, people are fucking weird. I mean, the, the comedy thing is so weird because... First of all, comedy is subjective, right? It's art is subjective it, as a whole. I mean, we, you, I'm going to the museum later. I'm, I'm sure I'll love something that my friend hates. You know what I mean? It's just how the fuck it is. But don't go telling somebody you sculpted that wrong. You know what I mean? Don't go trying to push your fucking sculpting ideas on other people. If other people are getting joy out of it and especially if the validation is there from all the fucking, you know, Jason, any comedians that are on here, Rondell, Jason, you guys know that if the wait staff is stopped and they have stopped like doing their checks or going to get drinks, you're fucking killing it. And that's what my experience is most of the time. So suck a dick, you fucking... You fucking numbskulls. Yeah, I've been told, I was told by uh, Jamie Masada. I don't mind saying his name because he's a scumbag and I don't work for him anyway. He doesn't want me to work for him. He told me, you should say that you're like a hooker. I'm like, what? And he's like, you should make like, you know, your blonde lady should be like hooker. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? What are you fucking on, bro? And you know what? A lot of people do come to L.A. and and Hollywood or New York and they go, should I? Okay, cool. I'll do that. And then they fucking go and do that. I mean, I can't. I can't. Anyway, so back to the masturbation. I know. Who does 10 minutes on masturbation in the first 10 minutes of the show? I do. I do. And who does 10 minutes of masturbation? (laughs) during quarantine. I do, I do. And I think 10 minutes is probably all of it put together because it certainly doesn't take us 10 minutes to, and I say us, meaning me and my many personalities who often will touch me as well. Um, Oh, did I have a very royal personality that was touching me? Here, come, let me flick it. Uh, So masturbating for me, I love to masturbate like a man. Talk about it slower. Um, I love, I love to masturbate. I love to touch him myself um, because, but I like it during the day. I don't know if anyone else is a daytime whacker because I'm a lover. I'm a schmacker. I'm a daytime whacker. Anybody else do the daytime whacking? Well, please report, <laughs> report to the office. Um, I, I find it delightful. 
the lighting is gorgeous. I don't have to worry about, you know, I don't know, it being too, I think the lighting, I think it's all about lighting. <laughs> you know, good lighting, good scene. So you don't even need to worry about dialogue at that point. So uh, I have mentioned to you all in the past that I do live near a park. And uh, fortunately or unfortunately, children do uh, go to this said park. And the other day, I was really ready to rub one out. And I went into my bathroom, which I also, I love the bathroom. You know how everyone gathers in the kitchen when there's a party at, at your apartment or house? Uh, I think the bathroom is a lovely place to masturbate. Uh, I don't know why. It feels like it's just, you know, it's clean. It's fresh. It's kind of, uh, uh, surfaces are easy to clean. <laughs> anyway, I enjoy it. So as I'm, I'm, you know, doing my, uh, you know, having my foreplay with myself, uh, all of a sudden there's some shrieks from, uh, the other side of the wall, the window, the park, it's from the park and they're children and children are shrieking and shrieking in a good way. It's not like they were getting murdered. <laughs> I have to stop. Get your hand off your pussy and call 911. I uh I did get distracted. I did. And I and not in a good way. <laughs> this is a, but you know what? We should all be happy that Jessica didn't have like, ooh, yeah, that makes it even better. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, I can't. Ugh, I don't want to hear it. You know, like anything that has to do with sperm or eggs or <laughs> the growth, the growth of them. They've turned into children, speaking, yelling, shouting, playing. Eh, no, thank you. But thank you. Anyway, so I didn't have one. So I, and also I've been watching this young gentleman, this chap on uh, TikTok, a uh, Hispanic gentleman in his 20s, I want to say. He talks about having been incarcerated. You know, that's my type. That's my type. And now he talks about how uh, do you know about grounding and putting your feet in the in the uh, grass for a little bit every day and how your ions and your positive and your ions. So uh, I have been watching him a lot and uh, not not rubbing one out to him, but he's been talking about not masturbating. He calls it a uh, no uh, no fap, the no fap. <laughs> The no fap diet. And he and he's uh, on like day 11, I think, today. I have to go check on him, my poor baby. But he says it makes him less anxious to be not masturbate. I wonder if it works the same for women, though. You know what I mean? Do you remember the Seinfeld where, it, you know, it was a big, it's a big episode. Uh, I am master of my own domain. And Elaine got, oh, no, no one could sleep when they couldn't masturbate. But when they weren't fucking... Uh, the boys all got smarter and Elaine got dumber. So I feel like I do need to keep it up. <laughs> this sounds like a tragic documentary about masturbation distractions. That's mental. Well, you know, uh, yes. So anyway, let's move along, shall we? Let's move out of my pus poos and into the uh, donut. Speaking of holes. <laughs> Have you watched The Donut King? You know, I do try to incorporate one, at least one media uh, show, show from the media of the week uh, when I speak to you guys. I know a couple weeks ago I talked about the um, godforsaken Angelina Jolie movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. 
oh my god it's horrifying anyway i turned on the donut king because i thought oh this will be great i'll watch the donut king it's all about donuts i grew up in la fucking donut we are donut central and i didn't even realize how many donuts we really we had donut shops up the fucking ass i mean we have donut shops like it's kind of bizarre i mean how many thousands of donut shops now now in the beginning there was just uncle ted uncle ted was (laughs) I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but it's a great story, but it's a fucking sad story because they're Cambodian immigrants and the Cambodian, yes, Randy's Donuts. Thank you, Horny Toad. <laughs> um, Randy's Donuts is in it, but this is the story of Uncle Ted, this Cambodian cat who uh, was, uh, when Cambodia was taken, I think we yeah. Okay. So here's the deal in a short, in a little short spot. And you know, we suck the U S of a, right? So we, uh, went in and we like fucked it all up and we helped like the wrong side and we got all these people. So they had like a serious, um, uh, you know, uh, push out. So they pushed, they pushed everybody out. Not like a poo poo. I know I've talked about you going to push one out. Um, Donuts and Masturbation, the Jess Wood story. Yes, I'm going to write that down. That's going to be the title of this episode. Uh, but uh, Uncle Ted was in Cambodia when it got uh, fucked over. And they were in a, a city called like Phu Phang or Phu Phan. I can't pronounce it. I'm horrible. Anyways, uh, long story longer, the the guy came over here. He was able to get over here. But they, they put up camps for them, like not internment camps, but like tents and shit like that, like at the military bases in, in America, because they're like, where do you want to go? And a lot of people were like, America, because it was the 70s. And everybody's like, America fucking rocks, because it looked like America did rock in the 70s. Remember, we talked about this for a second. Like when Vietnam was in, I mean, the music, the, the protesting, the, the civil rights, women's rights, like it was all happening. You know, people wore their hair natural, didn't get fillers. Anyways, um, so he uh, and his family come here and he gets a he gets a job, at not a job, but he goes to the training at Winchell's. Now, if any of you L.A. people out there, you know, I mean, Abbo, of course, you know, Winchell's. Winchell's Donuts was the spot when we were kids. Like that was pretty much the only place to get a donut when we were little kids anyhow they have a training program so you could have gone to winchell's and get it so uncle ted goes to winchell's gets it all slick with the fucking baking and everything like that and in the art he was in the army and he did payroll so he was a smart motherfucker so he's like you know what i'm gonna get a donut shop so he opened a donut shop and then all of a sudden he's fucking flourishing with these goddamn donuts because americans are like oh yeah it's like everybody in la is in a car everybody's in the traffic everybody's getting up for breakfast he's like breakfast is two donuts and a coffee these motherfuckers fuckers but it was like 10 cents for all this shit anyway so uncle ted did that then some more cambodian immigrants are like oh uncle ted god damn and he's like come on over i'll hook you up so uncle ted hooks up like all these motherfuckers like hundred thousands thousands of immigrants in la getting donut shops because of uncle ted and is badass and i won't tell you any more than that because it's a fucked up story i mean it's sad but it's amazing but that's sad i mean it's got all the stuff donut king I don't know what channel it's on, you know, what streamer it's on, because I am so either I'm masturbating or I'm trying to find something to stream. What is happening right now? I feel like we all better get used to getting back out there. Are you guys out there yet? I mean, I do go out. I do. I've gone to done comedy shows and I've gone to, you know, but here it's funny because last night it was raining 
And I was waiting and waiting to hear and see if we were going to do this open mic downtown. It's at a place called Inside Out. And I've talked about this before because it trips me the fuck out. This is an old ass building that had a fire in it where they let, they, we don't give, (laughs) get the motherfucker burn. The roof, the roof, the roof was on fire. And they let that motherfucker burn. And then what had happened was, they didn't build it back. So now there's a place and it's real cool and shit for the summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime. But then when they yesterday, like on account of the rain and everything, well, I was waiting around to see if that open mic would happen. Nah, it rained. It's raining. They can't do the open mic. So I was like, God damn. <laughs> it's like a kid's baseball game. It's like our little league. Like, okay, I guess it rained out this week. All right. What am I going to do? Oh, I guess I got to go home and masturbate again. <laughs> Stop. Okay, I'll let you know this. I had a beautiful moment with my newest threader. Now, you know I, I do the threading for the beard and the mustache because I am like a, an essay. I look like a cholo, like a, from the ninth, you know, like a long with the... Mm-hmm. Anyway, the threading is beautiful. It helps me. But her, the woman who owns the shop had worked on me and she had told me a story about, you know, comparing me to a, a male comparing me to a male person and his beard <laughs> um, you know and she's like oh he had a very full beard you know and I was like well don't tell me about I don't want to know and so she did anyway I got a, another lady a younger lady the last time I was there and she was so nice and I'm like oh hey you're new what's going on and she goes oh I'm that is my auntie and I was like oh your auntie I your auntie was mean to me and she's I go your and I was joking I go your auntie was mean she told me I had a man beard and she goes oh no no your beard your hair she didn't even call it a beard which is first off there you go tips galore I'm giving you big tips I mean I'm still living off unemployment but I'm giving tips uh share the wealth motherfucker and so she's all no your hair it's nice like not so bad your hair is like um I have another client and I was like yes this is the first time what and I've been getting my hair taken off for decades and this is the first time in and ever that the the person removing my hair hasn't told me how horrifying my beard is but has brought another person into the mix in the conversation and I was loving it and I hate to be chisme you know I'm not a, I don't like gossiping but oh my god she was like no my other client she has very bad oh her beard is very heavy very strong it is very very hard and my, yours is fine yours seems fine and I was like oh those were like words of just magic to me. And I don't know if any of you have any hair problems and you've ever gone into a place where they've asked, you know, where you've thought you've gotten it done and they're like, what about here? You know what I mean? Like I went, yeah, I had that where I got the this and the lady was like, what, what about here? You know, fuck you. I'm not coming back here. How about that? How about I choose? Where I'm gonna get? I mean, the Russians really hate the hair. Jesse, your arms. Jesse, your arms. And I'm like, my arms? You mean the hair on my arm? No, bitch. <laughs> no. And you know what? I also went and got a pedicure uh, this week. I know, self-care week, what? And I told you, if, if you have the, if you have a little gov mun, go and get your goddamn hair did. And I'm not, well, I did get my hair cut. Hi, cha-cha, thank you. Um, I was asked recently, is that a mullet? Um, and I had to say, yeah, <laughs> because it fucking is. And I love it. Small it and I love it. Um, so I went and got a pedicure. And speaking of women who are not as kind, 
the woman, it was great pedicure, beautiful, cute. I felt so grateful. I was so thankful, you know, uh, big tip. And then at the end, she gives me uh, an extra pumice stone. And she goes, use it every day. And I was like, oh, mm, somebody's little. Because <laughs> she didn't cut off the calluses on the heel. You ever get the cut off with the callus? It's like a vegetable peeler on your heel. It's just like, but then you can't walk when you leave. You're like, ow, 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 ow. It's almost like they've gone too deep. Um, Anyway, so it had been, it had been over a year since I've had a pedicure, but I do scrape my own feet. I do rock pumice, you know, rock, paper, pumice. I pumice my, my heels. I do. But the way this woman handed me the extra pumice was as if I hadn't ever in my life. Every day use okay okay i will i will so um look at i'm i'm looking down at my notes because why because that's what a girl does she takes notes all week and then she reports back to you oh i want to do a big special shout out to uh jazz and jazz interviewed me this week uh for her fun podcast uh coffee with strangers or strangers with coffee. No, it's coffee with strangers because I th- I got it confused with strangers with candy. <laughs> Which, if you've never seen that, please watch it immediately. Um, so Jas uh, interviewed me, and it's great. It's so much fun, and uh, I have the link in my uh, stories. And um, oh, and a big and shout out and love and thanks to the all the folks who gave to my uh, Venmo, my PayPal, my Cash App. Everybody's using everything, which is great. I have no, uh, you know, I don't have any particular one that I love. Except that now we just, I mean, you guys always write the best shit on my comments. You know how they, right now they're making a thing with Cash App and PayPal and Venmo where they're going to charge you if it looks like you're a merchant. So even if you buy my merchandise, even if you buy easily distracted t-shirts or tank tops, which I have for sale still, kids, inquire within, um, please just write down, you know, thanks for the dick or something. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind being thought of as a, as a, uh, a whore, <laughs> a whore. Why would I say that? A sex worker, Jessica, come on. Where have you been? Oh, because I was raised on Jackie Collins books. It's, this is one of my um, this is one of my notes. I'm gonna end with this. Yeah, it's almost over. Can you believe it? It was so fun. Didn't you have fun? I had so much fun. And you know, if you know, the biggest thing that you can do for me, I know I thank everyone for the money and all that stuff. But the biggest, biggest thing you could do. Oh, thanks, Carla. Carla Vasquez says softest shirts ever, and they totally look so good. They look sexy, fine on everyone. Shout out to Carla for my for being so supportive and loving in my new town here and oh just taking me oh she took me to the river oh i had a titty shake for that one take me to the river shaking your titties yeah she took me to the river the other day walked a dog like and it was all sand and water and i was like sand water it was as if i had been in the desert for six months oh my god i have (laughs) but it was beautiful thank you carla thank you my love um so, uh, Jackie Collins. Yes, I know. I know. If anyone has ever read any Jackie Collins, you know, she is, first of all, it reads like this. Um, your boobs look great in your shirt. Yes. Everyone's boobs look great in that shirt and everyone's 
Cacola looks beautiful in the boy shorts. I only have uh, one extra large boy short left. But anyways. <laughs> Jackie Collins books are titles like Bitch. Hollywood Wives. And I'm talking about, this is in the 80s. Like, this is way before any of this uh, reality show TV. I am positive that Andy Cohen grew up reading Jackie Collins books, as as, as did myself. Uh, <laughs> donuts in your mouth. Yes, that is not a Jackie Collins title, but thank you, Abbo. It's a great title for my bio, my new biography that's coming out. Um donuts in your mouth and more <laughs> so jackie collins so my mom so ellen used to hate when i would buy jackie collins books because i had money because i was you know i was already working uh so i had money and i would buy jackie collins books and she oh god jessica it's trash jesse it's disgusting fucking trash i'd wish i wish you'd read anything else but that and I'm like, really, mom? And I was a smart ass little kid. And you know, you have to be a smart ass when you grow up with abusers. <laughs> um, no, she was fine. I mean, she was just a little out of it. Whatever. Everybody loved her. I actually, it was her birthday yesterday, and I posted a picture of her and um, my friend Josue. Shout out to Josue. Uh, he wrote some comments on there that were just so great. Like, I just love. The folks that got so much out of my mom, like that were like, I, I loved your mom. I, I learned so much. She was so gracious and, and she knew so many fa fantastic and fun things. And, you know, like uh, my friend Mark said, uh, I learned about Ram Dass, Baba Ram Dass, carrot juice and something else. Oh, golden seal from my mom. <laughs> and if you know what any of those three things are, God bless you. Um, I mean, everyone knows what the fuck carrot juice is. Anyways, uh, so he, so she, she hated the Jackie Collins though. She's like, I can't stand that. Your mind is going to mush. Your mind is completely going to go fall out of your fucking head. You know, she'd say shit like that to me. <laughs> You're just going to talk like an idiot. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, I would still buy the book. And they, they read like lightning. You could read through these books, you know. Um, the world is filled with unmarried men. Like they, these titles are enough to just get you. So anyway, um, I just learned that they're making a documentary about Jackie Collins. Yes, her, yes, her sister was Joan Collins, Dynasty and all that shit. But she, <laughs> ah, everyone knows what the fuck carrot juice is. Yes, of course, Amy Baca Lopez. Oh, God, people follow Amy Baca Lopez. If you're local, go to her studio. It's amazing. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. I have to stop soon. I'm going to choke. Um, so Jackie Collins is a, a documentary coming out about Jackie Collins. And because she was the first female author, I mean, we could talk about like, I don't know. No, she was the first female author to come. Da, 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 da. I don't know what that was. Sometimes I just speak in gibberish and I know what it means, but you don't have to. Don't, don't worry. We're still here. Uh, she is being celebrated. Thank you very much. As the first and only really, well, the first female author to write female characters from a man's kind of 
point not not point of view but like from a male realm like the the women in her books acted like men you know to because before that what did we have the bullshit harlequin romances uh, where the you know again i mean i love a good bosom out but uh harlequin was kind of just romantical and cheeseball and like oh he's come to save me whereas jackie collins was like i'm gonna fuck this guy tonight i see him i want him he will be next to me in my Porsche on the ride home to Malibu where I live in my mansion and I will fuck him and then I will tell him that there is a cab outside whenever I'm ready to get rid of him. And that's what I'm talking about. And that's the place where I have, uh, I kind of am excited. I'm excited, to, not, not kind of, I'm very excited to see. That's the place where I'm excited to see how they celebrate Jackie Collins. I will celebrate her always. She helped shape the way I feel about things. And that's to bookend this episode with my friends, comedy from a female who doesn't care, unapologetic. And I hate it when people are like, you ready for a lady's point of view? Like, fuck you, man. But it is different. I'm not going to pander. Mm-mm. Going to talk some real shit. So I'll let you guys know. When the next show is, I cannot wait to see you again. Um, I will see you again next week. There is no art walk this Friday. Usually it is the first Friday of the month, and I usually go, but there is none this first Friday. It is on the 9th. So uh, don't be worried when I don't show up and I'm surrounded by art and wildness and fire juggling and still walking and DJs and hot dudes on skateboards. Okay, I gotta go. Uh, all right, you guys, I love you so much for watching. I love you for listening. I love you at all times. I don't have any judgments about you. How could I? Have you heard my story? Uh, I just adore you. I'm going to put all my info on the show notes and, uh, have a fantastic week. Have a, have a fantastic week. Have a fantastic, uh, rest of your day. And remember what I always like to remind you, whatever you're doing, if you're not hurting yourself and you're not hurting anybody else, keep doing it. I open this first 10 minutes of the show with masturbation. So please take a chill pill on yourself. Don't worry. You're fine. You are absolutely fine. And I am so proud of you. And I can't wait to see you again. And so I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> so stupid. I just love saying, I don't care. Does it sound stupid? I don't know. What do I care? No. All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, share it. Share it. Share. Share it, please. Share it, please. Oh, please share it, please.